Well, hello everybody. This is me, Harlan Williams, and you're on the Harlan Highway. <laughs> wow, what was what kind of intro was that? If you weren't thinking of turning it off, probably are now. Eek. Anyhow, welcome everybody. Harlan Williams here, and you are rolling down the Harlan Highway. And uh, what a show we have today. Uh, today we are going to be uh, dipping into the uh, listener mailbag. All the letters that you pavement pounders have been uh, sending in over the weeks and months. Going to dip in and uh, read read a number of those and uh, respond accordingly. Uh, should be a lot of fun. Never know what we're going to get. So uh, hang on to yourself for that. Also... Gonna play a little, uh, little stand-up snippet for you. I, I thought I, uh, I'd start the show with a little giggle and uh, play a, a, an excerpt from one of my live stand-up shows to get you going. And then we're gonna talk about uh, utilizing what's around you. I think a lot of us kind of forget or block out the good things that are around our general environment, where we live, and we neglect them. And we don't derive all the pleasure we should from them. So get your pleasure right now here on the Harland Highway. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. I am out here for you. You don't know what it's like to be me out here for you. It's like I picked the wrong week to quit smoking. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Like I picked the wrong week to quit drinking. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> what was it we had for dinner tonight? Well, we had a choice, steak, fish. Yes, yes, I remember. I had lasagna. What do you mean funny? Funny how? How am I funny? It's like I picked the wrong week to quit amphetamines. Got a thought for Samantha Pink to say. Welcome to the Harland Highway. I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. All right, who's been to Starbucks today? Anybody? Huh? Starbucks? God, what the hell? Yeah, which one did you go to, partner? Right down the road. What's that? The one right down the road. The one right down the road, yeah. You can say that anywhere in the country and it would be accurate. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about, man. You get, anybody got the OnStar in their, uh, in their car, huh? You get directions? You got that in your... You got that, huh, anybody? They got a, they got a new thing now. It's called OnStar Box. Basically, there's so many Starbucks, you need directions, you just press it, it goes, go a mile down to Starbucks, take a left at the Starbucks, go three miles to Starbucks, go around the corner to Starbucks, and you'll be there right at Starbucks. Starbucks, man, they got their own language there, don't they? God, you go in and say, frappe, latte, fucking clappe, I don't know what it is. You can say anything. Flingo, bongo, wingo, bongo, hungo, longo. We'll give you exactly what you were thinking about. I love the way they always got the little balcony, the little patio. You can always sit outside and have your drink in the sunshine, huh? The other day I had a little kid walk up to me, man. He's like, hey, mister, why is the sky blue? I'm like, it's because of all the water on the planet. It reflects up into the sky. He looks at me again. He says, well, what about the earth and the trees? And I'm like, well, little fella, first of all, you know, 
Fuck off. <laughs> and second of all, well, there was no second of all. He was running down the sidewalk, for God's sake. God, kids nowadays, you gotta love them, don't you? Oh, you gotta love them or they'll shoot you. There you go. Thought I'd kick kick things off today with a little little giggle, little stand up comedy giggle. Um, I want to mention to you, gang, the pavement pounders, um, to take advantage of things that are around you. Sometimes when you live in a place, you kind of forget, or you kind of ignore some of the good things that surround you. And case in point, the other day I went down to the beach. Okay, I live in Hollywood, and uh, it's about, you know, to get on the highway and drive, it's about 25 minutes to get down to the beach, right down to the Pack Coast, down to Venice Beach, and, you know, the Santa Monica Pier and all that stuff. And it's so beautiful down there. I mean, it's it's like a circus environment. There's there's street performers and there's jugglers and there's vendors and there's cool little bars and surfers and skateboarders and just a lot of activity and a lot of kind of excitement in the air. There's people on the beach doing things. And right in the middle of the beach, the city has gone to the trouble to put in like this giant, smooth, paved bike path for bikers and skateboarders and rollerbladers and people walking. And this thing literally cuts right through the sand, goes right right through the beach. You're right there in front of the water, and it goes for miles. I mean, this thing goes for, you know, I don't know how many miles each way, but you can go forever on this, this path. It's it's quite amazing. And I've rollerbladed it, you know, a number of times over the course of my time living in Los Angeles. And I just recently went down there like this week. And I threw the rollerblades in the truck. And my little sister is visiting me. So we rented her a pair, a pair of roller skates. I know what you're thinking. Oh, it's L.A. We better get some boobs happening. Yeah, my little sister's here. Can we rent some boobs while she's here? No, no, no. It's rollerblades, okay? And we got on the thing, and we were just boogieing down, and the the, the sun was shining, and the, the waves were crashing, and the seagulls were flocking, and some homeless people were flocking, and... You know, there was there was kids playing on the swings, and there was weird guys in helmets with goggles, and there was sexy girls sunbathing on the beach, and there were, like, hot surfer dudes running around with their shirts off for my sister, and, you know, they were I actually bumped into a model friend that was doing, actually doing a bikini photo shoot on, on the pathway, so I stopped and chatted with her, and then, of course... Being in the industry, all of a sudden I knew like three guys on the film crew and I'm talking to them and we're watching. There's a little skateboard park and the kids are skateboarding and there's tourists and there's there's weirdos selling paintings. And, you know, it's just it's just really cool. And 
and it's uh, it's just uh it's not only a a a nice atmosphere it's kind of a festive atmosphere but you're also getting exercise and you're taking in a beautiful natural environment with the ocean and the beach and and I, I always do this whenever I do that, when I go rollerblading there, I go, why don't I drive down here like every morning and do this? Why, why don't I do this at least once a week? Then I go once a month and then, well, maybe once every two months I should drive down here. But it's, it's crazy, something so cool and fun and it's free. I bring my own rollerblades and me and my little sister, we literally rollerbladed, I think, for about nine miles. We went about nine miles, and uh, it's a great workout. And on top of the scenery, it's it's a great way to people watch because you're going past uh, all kinds of people, pretty girls. And I get mad at myself, and I, that's what that's what this segment's about. I'm asking you: Are are you missing out on something in your community or your general area? that you should uh, maybe be participating in or, or getting active in or visiting or engaging or whatever you want to say. Um, I guess this is just me, your humble host, Harlan, reminding you to absorb the, the really cool stuff in your community that you know is out there, but you never go. You never do it. You're always like, oh, yeah, well... You know, we really should go on that nature trail, but oh, isn't Starbucks right down the road? road. What's that? The one right down the road. The one right down the road, yeah. You can say that anywhere in the country and it would be accurate. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So just a little friendly reminder. Look for those things that make you happy that you know you'd get enjoyment out of that are just down the street. And maybe instead of spending the afternoon on the couch watching uh, a reality show, get out in the world and enjoy real reality. Get get out into your real environment and uh, take it in. Whether you go with a friend or you just go alone, I think it's a, it's a healthy thing to do. And I I, I personally am going to try and make a commitment to get down to the to the beach and. Uh, and uh, do this more often. You know, the obstacle with me is the traffic, L.A. traffic. It's like, oh, you got to drive and get on the highway and blah. But that, that's a lame excuse. You know, it's like you got to drive and get on the highway to go anywhere. So just do it. So I'm going to try and do it uh, more often. And uh, it made me think, and I thought, maybe this is some some wisdom I could share with you guys or at least, you know, plant the seed in your head to get out there more. So there you go. Just just thought I'd start it off with a, a friendly little, uh, you know, little tip, I guess you'd call it. Um, so we'll see you on the rollerblade path. What is he like? What's he like anyway? Oh, man, what do you expect? The guy's a gigolo, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Oh God, I love that. Uh, hey, let's uh, let's get to some letters. You guys have been uh, writing into harlanwilliams.com, and uh, it's uh, the mailbags filling up. 
So let's uh, let's get to some of your letters, the uh, pavement pounders who have been writing in to harlandwilliams.com and leaving comments and suggestions and all kinds of stuff. So uh, let's do it, uh, Raj. Let's hit the uh, the listener mailbag uh, jingle wingo. Letters, oh we get letters, we get your letters every day. Oh boy! Oh boy! Let Let's get to these letters. First of all, thank you for uh, all you pavement pounders who have been uh, writing in. That's why we we have the mailbag, and uh, you know that's why uh, why we want to uh, read your letters here. Okay. So let's uh, let's get to the uh, first one here. Who do we got? Uh, let's see. This is Tiffany. Tiffany wrote in, and she says, Hello there. I have to say that I really love listening to your show. I just started listening to the Harland Highway New Year's Day this year. You are wicked fun and hilarious. Well, thank you. Um, I think of so many things to say when you ask for responses to your comments, but now that I'm sitting here writing this, the brain has gone empty. Oh, sad. Um, do you ever travel to the UK for shows? My hubby and I are currently stationed in England and I've always wanted to see you in person. Anyways, I'll keep listening and later days. Oh, I don't know what that means. Anyways, I'll keep listening and later days. Um, that sounds a little post-apocalyptic. Um, but uh, first of all, thank you for listening. I, I love it that you're way over in the U- UK listening to the show. Um, and uh, that's exciting. Um, but as far as uh, performing in the UK, oh, yes, yes, yes. You are in luck here, Tiffany. Uh, in uh, in, uh, in uh, May, I am going to be in uh, Ireland at a wonderful comedy festival called the Cat's Laugh Comedy Festival. This takes place in Kilkenny, Ireland. And uh, if you've ever had an image of what Ireland's like, you know, you picture the little town with the cobblestone streets and the the bridge going over the little river in the middle of town right next to the castle and the green fields all around and the ancient graveyard where the gravestones are so old they're like covered with black lichen and old churches and, uh, you know, just a, a charming little place. This is the town. I've done this festival twice before, Kilkenny, and it's right in the middle of Ireland. It's like right dot in the center. And uh, it's just a great festival. So if you uh, if you are uh, you know uh, thinking of coming to see me live, uh, check me out. Uh, this will be uh, May 29th, I think, through uh, June 1st. I'll be in Kilkenny, Ireland, at the Cat's Laugh Festival. You can check that out on my uh, on my uh, website at harlowwilliams.com and. Uh, some cool stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, let's keep going here. A lot, a lot of letters to get to. Who is this from? Ben 
Yarbolvich. Ben Yarbolvich. Wow, okay. Uh, Could I please have an autographed picture of Harlan Williams? Could you please inscribe it to Ben? My address is below. Thank you. Well, let me tell you, gang, um, I get a lot of these uh, requests for for autographed pictures, and here's the problem. What happens is there's a lot of people out there who are eBay junkies, okay? And what they do is these guys, they show up at my shows wherever I'm appearing live. They'll find out I'm doing a radio interview. I'm telling you, they'll be waiting there at 6 in the morning when I go in for my my, uh, radio interview. And here's what the eBay junkies do. They, They print up all kinds of pictures from all the movies I've done, from sitcoms, anything I've done. They print up these nice glossy pictures, and they wait there, and they have a stack of them. And they go, oh, oh, Mr. Williams, I'm such a huge fan. I love all your work. Can you sign a couple of pictures? And when I first started doing it, you know, started getting recognition and people uh, figuring out who I was and blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, yeah, man, I'll sign it. And they're like, oh, but could you use this blue Sharpie? I'm like, okay, a blue Sharpie, black Sharpie, whatever. And then I'd sign a picture. There'd be a scene for me from Half-Bake. And then they'd flip over to the next picture. There's me from Rocketman. Then they'd flip over. There's me from something about Mary. That You know, they just... And and I, I, then I started to get a little suspicious. Like, geez, where are they getting all these? And then I realized there's this whole eBay market where uh, these guys kind of make their living running around um, getting these pictures signed. And they're not fans. They're just guys that want to make money off you and slap them up on eBay and say, hey, uh, you know, a personally autographed picture from Harlan Williams, 45, 60 bucks or whatever it is. And one time I busted a guy. I just said to him, he, he was waiting outside of a comedy club for me. He had like 10 pictures. And he's like, hey, Mr. Williams, I'm a big fan. Can I can I get some autograph? I, I just pulled, called him out. I said, dude, you're just, you're just putting these on eBay. And he goes, uh, no, I'm not. And I said, yeah, you are. And he goes, okay, okay, I'll be honest with you. I am. They're helping put me through college. And I was just like, dude, I wasn't put here to put you through college. I'm sorry. I, you know, stop, stop using me to get what you want. And by the way, you sure don't look like you're a college guy. You're like 43. You got hair down to your shoulder blades. Uh, I'm not, no, I'm not sure. See, that's the thing. You don't know what's real with these guys. It's always a story. And here's a trick they pull. What they'll do is they'll line up after one of my comedy shows. People line up to buy merchandise or say hello or, or legitimately get like, uh, you know, their glass or their, uh, their, their, um, you know, their breast signed or whatever. And then these guys will line up and go, hey, I'm a big fan. And they weren't even at the show. They just walked in from outside, and they didn't even pay to go in and see the show, and they've got 10 10 colored photos. Hey, I'm a huge fan. Can you sign these for me? And I I just go, no. I know you're an eBay guy. So here's what they do. They, They sneak back in line. They go to the back of the line, and they find someone who was in the show, and they go, hey man, will you uh, will you slip these to Harland, and uh, you know I'll I'll give you like ten bucks if you get them to sign it. And so they try to get people who are legitimately there as customers to be their Ponzi's 
and they try to get them to sign me to sign the pictures. It's just weaselly. So now listen, Ben, I'm not saying you're that guy. That's that's not what this is, okay? But what I'm saying is because of the eBay weasels, guys like me and people, you know, who are well known, we don't know who's who anymore. And I get I gotta be honest, Ben, I get a lot of emails saying Hey, can you send me a, a f- autograph picture? I'm a huge fan. Now, you may be, and that's what's sad. If I knew who was who, I would gladly send you a picture. But because of the eBay weasels, they've ruined it for a lot of people. And so now if you want an autograph picture, here's what you got to do. And I know it sounds lame, but it's the only way we can protect ourselves. You got to go into my store, and we have autographed headshots. You can buy a picture of me if that's what you really want. It's only 10 bucks, But, you know, in a way, I'm sorry about it, but it's because of these guys that are such arseholes, the eBay junkies, that uh, we're kind of forced to do it. So, unfortunately, Ben, I'm not calling you that guy, but if you want a picture, you got to go into the store and pick one up. I know. It's one of the one of the things of the trade that we just have to deal with. And uh, you eBay guys, give it a rest. Thank you very much. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That was kind of a <laughs> kind of a weird letter. I had to, I had to go into a place that was like not too much fun to go into. But it's it's part of my reality, gang. It's part of my dastardly reality. Um, let's see. Let, let's see what else we got here. Um, here we go. Here's a, uh, here's a, uh, letter from, uh, our old friend Veronica Rossi, who, uh, she usually corrects me when I make mistakes, which is, which I make a lot of, and I need her. I need Veronica to keep me on track. Let's see what she says this time. Here we go. Can't wait to be corrected by Veronica Rossi. Dear Harland, when I'm at Wendy's, I order a chocolate frosty, baked potato with tomatoes and chives and chili. But here's where it gets weird. I pour the chili over the baked potato. That, that's not weird. A three-legged dog running up a wall with a pizza spinning on its head is weird. Pouring chili on a baked potato? That, uh, that actually sounds delicious. Is that any different from pouring gravy on a piece of turkey? I think that's yummy. And I guess the reason Veronica was talking about Wendy's is because a few podcasts back, I was like, go get a chocolate Frosty, man. I was talking about how good Frosties are. So her uh, letter continues here. She goes, anyways, I love the podcast. They're so entertaining and humorous. But the other day, uh uh-oh, here it comes. (laughs) But the other day, you said close proximity. Close proximity is redundant because proximity means close. Therefore, when you say it, it means close closeness. (laughs) God. (laughs) This is the second time you've said it. Oh, my God. So in your your words, get your proximity meter checked. Oh boy. Uh and then here's a here's another thing she adds here. Also, why were there so many green Volkswagen Beetles in the movie Superstar? Sincerely, your birthmark looks like shit, Veronica. 
Oh boy, she is she is in such close proximity to me sending her an unautographed picture, I'll tell you. Um <laughs> Okay, there were so many green uh Volkswagen Beetles in um Superstar. Um Probably because, A, there was probably some product placement going on, but also, I don't know if you know this, but the guy who directed um, uh, Superstar, the movie I did with Molly Shannon and Will Ferrell, uh, that was directed by Bruce McCullough, who's the little short kid from uh, Kids in the Hall. Do you remember that uh, sketch show, Kids in the Hall? Bruce McCullough played a bunch of funny characters like Cancer Boy and... Oh, just he was hilarious. So he he's a guy that I know from. I've done a couple of movies with him. I did another movie called uh, Dog Park, which is really funny too. But he's got a real quirky sense of humor. If you haven't figured that out by watching, uh, you know, um, super watching Kids in the Hall. So he's got a real quirky sense of humor. And I think uh, if you look, almost every car in the movie is a green Volkswagen Beetle. So uh, good uh, good observation there, Veronica, because I, I don't know if a lot of people pick up on it. So it's kind of a, a cool, quirky thing. And your final remark, sincerely, your birthmark looks like shit. Well, that's from the movie Superstar 2. I play this cool biker dude named Slater in the movie, and I have a birthmark that looks like a pile of shit. So, so there you go. Veronica Rossi strikes again, keeping me on my game, um, keeping me in close proximity to using the right words all the time. Okay? Um, So let's keep going here. Let's keep going here, gang. What do we got? What do we got? Okay, this is from Lisa Ko. Lisa Ko said, I just showed Rocket Man to my kids ages 10 and 12. Just as wonderful as the first time I saw it. Happy to report that both kids were on the floor laughing so hard we had to stop the movie. Best regards and good luck with all your projects, L. Ko. Isn't that nice? Boy, oh boy. It's amazing the, the legs that that movie has, Rocket Man. I don't know how many of you have seen it. A lot of what's happening now is young kids saw it when they were, you know, 9, 10 years old. And now they're like 20, 25, and they're coming to my stand-up comedy shows. It's a whole new resurgence of, of fans for me. But uh, that's a movie I'm really proud of, and uh, I'm so glad you, you love it. And, and you'd be amazed at how many people come up to me and tell me how much they genuinely love that movie. You know, you get people that sometimes are like, oh, I love that movie you did, dude. And it's it's like they're really acknowledging it. They're saying, oh, I, I, you know, great movie. I loved it. But with Rocket Man, there's something different. There's a real, um, it, it's like Rocket Man was a part of so many kids growing up and so many families because it's a real family-friendly movie. So a lot of families watched it together. So when people come and talk to me about it, they're very sincerely like there's an attachment there. There's a real uh, there's a real attachment to their words and to me and to the movie and it's it's um, I don't know it's it's very different than uh, kind of other movies that I did. So if you've never seen Rocket Man, uh, please check it out. 
Um, let's keep going here. Wow. Cool, uh, cool letters. And by the way, thank you for saying that about Rocket Man. Um, tell your kids thank you. Here's our next letter. David Evans. Uh, okay. To whoever gets to censor Harlan's messages. Wow. I got a censor. Okay. I've just seen Force of Nature. And that's my new comedy special, Force of Nature, and I thought it was great. Well, thank you. Apart from the sunflower seeds and some jokes that I'd heard before, I love a comedian who preps the audience with a few lead-in before their best jokes. How about the joke about being pulled over by the cops on the freeway, but not for speeding? Some Something for those of us in the mega cities where the freeways are closer to parking lots during peak hour. Okay. As your lawyer, I'm pretty sure you know polio has not been eradicated, but it was good delivery of a clever joke. Too clever. Okay, well, I guess I made a reference to polio and that it's been cured. And I guess this guy is not my lawyer. I don't know where he, why he said that, but... Um, I guess polio still exists out there somewhere. So I was under the impression that polio had been wiped off the face of the planet, but maybe it's back. Um, and then he says, too clever, more for something in an Oscar Wilde play and was out of place given the lowbrow nature of the other jokes, but it was a nice change of pace. So I liked it. All right. This letter's a little scattered, but I, I, I hear what you're saying. I have to ask where you got the shirt you wore on the special. I probably won't get an answer on the shirt as you're on tour and this will hit the bit bucket with the backlog of messages, say la vie. Well, no. No, no, no. I read I read all the letters you guys send, okay? And uh, I, don't, I don't have a censor. I'm the censor. If it's a dopey letter, it doesn't mean anything. I'm not going to read it, but... If it's got some uh, some legs, I will. So in my stand-up comedy special, Force of Nature, I have this crazy T-shirt on. And uh, it's just covered the front, the back, with all this crazy imagery. And it's very bright. And uh, it's it's got a lot of symbolism in it. Uh, it's got a lot of symbolism from uh, about humanity, about life and birth and death and heaven and hell and humanity and destruction and you know there's a lot going on in the shirt and the answer is i made the shirt it's a it's a t-shirt i got a white t-shirt at kmart and i got a box of colored sharpies and i drew the shirt i drew all over the shirt and i drew all this symbolism and because my stand-up special is kind of about the, the 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 journey of of humanity i talk a lot about life and people and and so uh, I wanted to incorporate that into the clothes I was wearing. And so if you look carefully at the shirt, if you pause the special at certain times, you can probably see all this imagery on the shirt. So uh, a lot of people have asked me about that shirt, and I knew they would, so I actually put it in the credits. If you look at the credits, shirt designed by yours truly, Harlan Williams. Um, let's keep going. We're almost at the end of this letter. However, I will be catching your podcast as time permits and hope to see you live later this year or early next year. Many thanks for making the show, and I hope the sales and residuals cover the cost of home heating a mansion for many decades. David. (laughs) 
So David's hoping I sell lots of my comedy specials so I can heat my mansion. <laughs> well, hey, buddy, if you want to buy me a mansion, and uh, I live in California, so I don't need a lot of heat, um, but, uh, you know, <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for the letter. Thanks for the compliments, and uh, I'm glad you uh, enjoyed the special. If you want to uh, see the special, you can download it on iTunes, or you can watch it on Netflix, or you can uh, order it here at harlanwilliams.com at the store, and uh, we will uh, we will send you a copy of uh, a Force of Nature, my uh, my crazy stand-up special that uh, I shot out in the middle of the desert, up on a hill, in the middle of the day. Um, with no audience, so it's it's very uh, unique to say the least, and uh, you know I urge you to uh, check it out. Check it out, baby. Check it out, baby. All right, here we go. This is from Diamond. I like that name, Diamond. Diamonds are forever. Uh, hey Harland, I've been a fan since Half Baked. Always loved your character the most. Uh, okay, that was uh, Kenny. I played Kenny in Half-Baked. As a 27-year-old chick with paranoid schizophrenia, your movies and stand-up and now podcast have helped me laugh in shitty situations. I like hearing that. that, that, that that's half the reason I do this. I'd be lucky to find some dude as laid back and cool like you. Why can't there be more dudes like that? Well, thanks, man. I've been listening to all your episodes, and it's funny how people feel about guns. Yet I still believe in old, the old baseball bat. <laughs> there you go. Besides, I'm sure you've seen news articles about the mentally ill. They make it seem like we're all a danger, especially schizophrenics, which is bullshit, or that pot makes our psychosis worse. Again, BS. I'm a stoner and an artist, that mellows, and that mellows me out. No reefer madness here. I bet you're fun to smoke with. Anyways, thanks for being you. With all the idiocracy in the world, it's nice to hear someone who's not brainwashed. And please keep posting your live stand-up as it is awesome. My existence is crumbling, so hopefully I can hear some funny shit before I die. Ha! I keep watching your Force of Nature special, too. It's awesome. Oh, boy. Wow, that's a... That's a heavy letter, uh, Diamond. Well, listen, I don't want your uh, existence to be crumbling. That's uh, that's not what you like to hear. Like I sang in the beginning, diamonds are forever, man. And if you're uh, suffering with mental illness or schizophrenia or whatever uh, is going on, uh, that's something you got to work through. And, um, and I hope you uh, are feeling better. I hope you get better. And uh, maybe your name's Diamond because you're a diamond in the rough. You're working through some tough stuff, and you're going to get through it. You're going you're gonna to polish all the edges, and once you get through this little uh, tough spot, you're going to sparkle, man. You're going to be perfect, okay? That's, that's what I say. There's a reason your name is Diamond. There's a reason. Um, cause underneath all the stuff you're dealing with, there's, there's a diamond right there, man. Um, 
I like it that you're an artist and uh and uh you know life life is tough for everyone you know people with uh schizophrenia or mental illness or you'd be amazed at lawyers and teachers and and uh plumbers and garbage men and uh entertainers and politicians life uh life is full of challenges and um you know it's it's uh it's interesting not to bring up a dark uh thing but if you look at the statistics on uh like suicide and people don't make it a lot of times i i've heard this thing that dentists have the highest suicide rate in in society I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that before. But but you you hear about a lot of people who are lawyers and and doctors and all kind of, you know just that regular everyday people don't make it. And life can be tough and challenging and mentally uh, mentally uh, a real um, a real ro- roadmap to maneuver, you know. But uh, here's what I do, and and sometimes when you know we all get depressed now and then, we all have a bad uh, a bad day, and this is like a simple solution, and I don't know if it would work for you or even for anyone listening, but it, it sometimes works for me if I'm having a bad bad day or I'm feeling down or I feel like nothing's going my way, or I feel like uh, I feel like ah oh, God I should just quit everything. Here's what I do, and this this is almost too simple to really be true but i've done this before i just stop wherever i am i stop and i just think to myself i go harland what why are you being such a downer why are you thinking all these negative thoughts why are you why are you bummed out man stop it right now just be happy just be happy Everything that's going on will play out. You can't stop it. You can't change it. And the stuff that's driving you nuts today, you'll probably not even remember next year. How many of you remember all the big, overwhelming, life-ending problems you had last year? You don't. They're, they're a thing. In, they're the figment of the past. They're a memory. And so sometimes I just stop myself cold and go, stop it. You're choosing to be unhappy right now. You're you're dwelling on stuff. You're making the decision. The only you're you're just unhappy in your head. You're thinking negative thoughts. You're thinking sad thoughts. You're being down on yourself. Just shut. It's like a light switch. I go. You know what? Click. I'm shutting that crap off. You know what? I'm gonna be happy. I I just chose to think about all that negative stuff and be a downer to myself. So if I could do that, I can flick a switch in my brain and just go, what are you doing? Be happy. And I'll just I'll just try and just shut it off like a switch. Because all that stuff, all that heaviness, it's just in your head. No one else can see it. No one else can share it. It's all stuff that you conjured up in your brain. The same way when you're uh, laughing and giggling, your brain conjures that up. So I just go, wait a minute, I'm in control of my brain, not the other way around. Hey, guess what, brain? Click. I just shut off all the bad stuff. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not letting you do that to me today. I own you. You're in my head. I charge you rent, brain. You want to be a downer? Get out of my head. Go, go sit in a park and mope on a bench. Click. I just shut you off, loser. Yeah, why? Because I'm in charge of you, brain. 
And I know that sounds dumb. It sounds like, yeah, right. But I just do it. I just like, I just make the mental effort to go stop it. It's that, it's like, it's like a dog. It's, you ever see a dog just running around in a circle going, and just go, hey, stop it. And the dog just sits down and looks at you and just, Ooh! all of a sudden he's still and just sits. It's like you changed his mental state immediately. He was like hyper and crazy and he just stopped. And then you mellow him out and you go the other way. That's that's what I do. Maybe it's called train your brain. Because all the, all the nutty stuff that builds up in your head, guess who's creating it? You are. You, the only one that can think your thoughts is you. You can only you can only make those thoughts. Nobody else can climb in your brain or stick a cord in the back of your head and go, I'm going to make Harlan depressed for four days. It's just you. And yeah, I know it's not easy. Sometimes things go wrong. Sometimes you get in a fight with a family member or a girlfriend or you're, you're in money problems. But it's not like you're in the field in Afghanistan and you took a bullet. You know what I mean? It's all just mental baggage. It's not like a you're running across a field in, 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 in a war and a bullet ripped through your rib cage. It's just mental. And yeah, sometimes it's the hardest stuff of all, but I'm not saying that's the answer. I'm not a doctor, but I'm just saying sometimes this is a simple little trick I do to help me get on, on board. And a lot of times when it works the best is when you feel it coming on. Have you all had that moment where you you, you feel it coming? You, you wake up or you're doing something and all of a sudden you're just like, uh, it's like your brain got on a slide in a park and it was at the top of the slide and now it jumps on and it just starts going down. You know that moment when you start to go into like, the black space where you get depressed or you're not happy. And I think sometimes that's the best as you're about to go, just go, whoa, 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 no, get up, get off the slide, get up, get back and play in the park. Walk off that to go back down the stairs, go and play in the park right now. So listen, schizophrenia and mental illness is a huge problem. But, you know, this is maybe for people who haven't gone that far, or maybe it's not. I don't know. I'm not a medical expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychologist. I'm saying that's a little mental trick I do for me sometimes. And maybe maybe it works for you. That's why I'm saying it. God, I, I hate hearing about people who are suffering. And some of the things you said in your letter here, Diamond, are like, it makes me sad because I can tell you're hurting a little bit. But I'm going to stand here and say, I think you're going to get better. Think positive. Think strong. And you are Diamond, a diamond in the rough. So there you go. And you know what? I think I'm going to end on that letter because I think that's a nice letter to end on. Uh, Hopefully it... uh, it helps some of you, and uh, I want to encourage you all to keep sending your, your letters in to uh, harlowwilliams.com. We we do get to them, and uh, Raj, uh, let's close up the uh, Harland Highway mailbag, harlowwilliams.com, if you want to mail your stuff in, 
And uh, we will read your letter if we like it eventually. Uh, so there you go. Close it up, Raj. And uh, that's it from the Harlan Highway Mailbag. <laughs> Oh, boy. Look at the time. Look at the time. I always go long when I get your guys' uh, letters in the mailbag, um, but that's okay. It's it's uh, fun to correspond with you guys. Thanks again for uh, writing in, all you pavement pounders. It's harlowwilliams.com if you want to drop me a line, or if you'd rather leave me a voicemail, we also play your voicemails on the show, 323-739-4330. That's 323-739-4330. And uh, as you know, we put those up on the podcast as well because uh, I like to get your feedback. I like to hear from you guys. So don't be afraid. Any comment, any uh, insult, any whatever you want, man, I can deal with it. Uh, and speaking of dealing with it, man, if you want to deal with me live in uh, person, um, well, I would love to see you. I would love to see you uh, live in person. You can catch me. Uh, you can catch me this week. Okay, this week in San Diego, California, at the American Comedy Co. Uh, it's a great uh, comedy club right down there in uh, San Diego, California. I will be there uh, Thursday, February 27th, right through to Saturday night, March 1st. Oh, my God, we're already into March. Good night, Nelly Furtado. And then uh, if you want to see me in Dallas, Texas, March 13th through the 16th, March 13th through the 16th, I'll be uh, in uh, Addison, Texas, outside of Dallas there at the Improv. Great club. Uh, You can get your tickets again at harlanwilliams.com. And then I fly off to start filming the second season of my sitcom package deal. Very excited about that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And uh, please check out harlanwilliams.com. While you're there, subscribe to my YouTube channel. Uh, it's right there. The click's right there. You can uh, get all my wacky videos coming to you. Also, if you want to buy something on Amazon, we have a link on the, uh, on the page. And if you click on it and buy your stuff at Amazon going through my link, it helps, uh, the podcast. We get a little bit of a kickback. So a little, little money we can put towards, uh, the production of the podcast, which is always nice since I don't have any sponsors. <laughs> um, And uh, what else? Check out All Things Comedy, ATC.com, where you can also find this podcast uh, on that network. Uh, Others on there, Bill Burr, Jake Johansson, El Magical, great great, uh, podcast network to get uh, signed up to. And uh, that is it, gang. Um, again, thank you for writing in. Don't be bashful. Write in any time you want. And uh, we do look at all the letters. We don't read all of them, obviously. But if yours captures our attention, we uh, we read it. So there you go. Uh, keep on smiling. Remember, uh, flick the switch. Be happy. Diamonds are forever. And until next time, chicken chow mein, baby.
Nothing hard. 